Welcome to Contracting Conversations. My name is Scott Williams, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jim Bally. Today, we are talking with Dr. Renee Butler, DAU's Learning Director for Price, Cost, and Finance, on the overall cost and pricing credentials. Welcome, Renee, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Scott. I'm so glad that we finally have the opportunity to discuss the pricing credentials and courses. Oh, absolutely. And Renee, to get us going, can you please tell us a little bit about the pricing credentials? Scott, I'm happy to. In the pricing area, we currently have 14 total credentials that have either deployed or will be deployed by the end of the fiscal year. Those credentials include topics such as proposal analysis, advanced proposal analysis, business foundations, quantitative methods and their application, contract finance, incentive contracting, defective pricing, commercial acquisition, special topics such as cost accounting standards and overhead should cost analysis, various Excel-based credentials using Coursera courses, and negotiation. So, Renee, that's amazing. That is a lot of credentials. I know how long you and your team have worked on these. Oh, that's so true, Jim. And it's been, you know, I mean, it sounds kind of corny, but a little bit of a labor of love because of all of us here at DAU who do pricing truly believe in what we do. But to talk a little bit about those credentials, Jim, under the former training construct, we had five two-week in-residence courses and some other continuous learning modules. We found that there were a few issues with that format, quite frankly. First, many, if not most, contracting professionals finish their DEWIA or Defense Acquisition Workforce Improvement Act mandatory training within, say, three to five years. So an employee could finish their certification training and not come back to DAU for the remainder of their 40-year career. And that meant they might not get information on current events, statutory and regulatory changes, or, say, be exposed to streamlining initiatives. It also meant that someone might be exposed to a concept they didn't really need in their current job, but they might need later in their career. By that time, they might have forgotten what they learned or something might have changed. In addition, we had to try and put everything about these pricing topics into just a few classes. That resulted in a very high-level overview of the topics, but not a lot of depth. Great. Thanks, Renee. That's a good summary. What has changed with this new construct? Well, Scott, what has changed is now we have what we call elective learning. After an employee finishes their foundational learning, which is mandatory, or if they've already been in the workplace for a while, ideally an employee would get with their supervisor and talk about their individual development plan. And they can decide what course or credential they need for their current job or for future career growth. It truly is a lifelong learning construct. In addition, we have now what we call chunked our courses into individual topics, which allows an employee to take a course that has only the information that they need. And because of that, we can also go into much more depth about that topic. Great. That sounds really good. Can you give us an example of that? Sure. Let's say a member of the workforce is currently in operational contracting. Well, guess what? We have a credential for that. And let's say in their next rotation or next assignment, they'll be going to the construction branch or perhaps to 
the Army Corps of Engineers. They could start taking construction courses right now to prepare for that career move. But then let's say that individual is moving from an operational base to a buying command, like Wright-Patterson Air Force Base or NAVAIR, where they might buy major weapons systems. Perhaps the employee needs to learn about progress payments based on cost or the cost accounting standards. In that case, the employee can come to DAU and take an online course on progress payments based on cost, which will go through what progress payments are, when they're used, what are the progress payment rates, and how are progress payments liquidated. Or they could learn about cost accounting standards and how and when they would apply to individual contracts. The training is truly tailored to each employee's needs. Well, thank you, Renee. And you've talked about both the courses and credentials. So how do they work together? Scott, I'm glad you asked because people kind of get confused about this this portion of our new training. Credentials are comprised of various learning assets. Now, a learning asset could be a course or a video, a webinar, a magazine article, or a game or simulation. All credentials also include some sort of assessment, and upon successful completion of all learning assets and the assessment, the employee is awarded the credential that signifies a level of mastery in that area. Courses, on the other hand, can be taken individually or as part of a credential. If a course is taken individually, and I'll return to our progress payment example, if at some point in the future the employee wishes to complete CCON 005, the contract finance credential, that individual will automatically get credit for the course if they have previously completed CON 7510 progress payments. The value of the credential is to illustrate knowledge in a particular area such as defective pricing or contract finance. The credentials are valid for a certain period of time after which the individual holding the credential will need to refresh their knowledge. That doesn't mean they have to retake all the assets in the credential, but there might be a new article, a new micro-learning asset, or other learning asset that provides the most up-to-date information on that topic to keep the learner current. All right. Thanks, Renee. Uh, appreciate you coming to the show today to discuss the pricing credentials. So I'm going to give you one last opportunity. Is there anything else you would like to add? Before we go, Jim, yes, if, if I might, I'd like to add that these credentials are not just for price analysts. If anything, I would argue that all contracting professionals need to be proficient in pricing. Not all services or agencies have pricing shops, and that those that do often have very high dollar thresholds below which they cannot offer pricing support. Okay, great. Thanks, Renee. So again, appreciate you coming to the show today to discuss the pricing credentials. Thanks for inviting me to your podcast. As you know, I'm always happy to discuss pricing. Thanks, Renee. And, you know, we've had you for a few of these episodes, and we'll be happy to bring you back anytime, maybe a year from now, to talk about uh, how the credentials have progressed uh, since now. Sounds great. So that is all the time we have for today. But please, if you haven't already... Subscribe to our Contracting Conversations channel. Type any comments below to include your questions for discussions and spread the, the word of this channel to your peers and to those you supervise or lead. Let us help you answer their questions. We look forward to having future Contracting Conversations with you.